gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? Chris, the Herons are back. And we got messy. What's going on? What, 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 what? Where is the information? I guess we're getting ready for a sister kissing fiesta. I felt like we were playing a 2 eight. It was just a 2 eight. Let me tell you, Danny is about to get destroyed in the chat. So you know, Are we kissing sisters, Chris? And maybe stepsisters, but not regular sisters. I've done a little bit of research on him. When it comes to FIFA, this guy's 68. We're going to have the greatest player of all time on the team. If there's a time to believe, it's not. It looks like a heron shat all over it. You guys are literally getting excited for a rank 65 player on FIFA 23. We got some pretty good FIFA cards on our squad now. Right? You gotta understand, Kevin. This is how this is how we scout our players here on the show. <laughs> Just look at FIFA cards. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome everybody to episode number 141 of the Battle Herons podcast. I am your host Daniel Granada and alongside me as always Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing better than Diego Gomez. That's for sure. Oh god. Oh shut up. I'm doing way better than that guy. I mean, shut up. Did he did, did he even play soccer today? Oh, well, we'll get into that. Shut up. You're so, you're so fucking annoying. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't even I don't understand how people watch this show. You're so fucking annoying. <laughs> All right, all right. Last game of the preseason. It is officially over. It was a draw, one-one. I was kind of hoping. I know a lot of people were saying that they didn't want to see it. I thought it'd be cool to see Messi run out there in the Newell Boys uh, jersey for the last five minutes or so, just to kick it around. I thought it would be cool. I I'm into the the storytelling kind of stuff. So I thought that would be cool, but we didn't get that. But we got uh, news during the game. We got what I thought looked like a better side, even though. I thought Inter Miami was playing a little more serious than maybe the new old boys were playing at the beginning of the game. I mean, there's a lot to get into. So um, before we get into that, I hear that Drive Pink Stadium, first game of 2024 at Drive Pink Stadium, looking a little bit different. Looking a little bit different. Well, and I saw some pictures too, and, and shout out to GFR. This is beautiful. Haitian Halan should start. The Here Haitian sensation. Fire. Yes. Um, I saw some pictures online and, and it, it's uh, dry pink looks a little different now. So I know that that we had our, our fellow battered brother and Joe Kerr. Uh, yes. Yes. Some, shout, some pictures. Shout, shout out to Joe Kerr. He made it out to the stadium today all the way from Madagascar. So uh, glad that he was able to make it out to the game. And he uh, he hooked us up with with a couple images. So uh, real quick, first of all, a lot more packed i guess i would say than i expected i thought that stadium was going to be half empty but definitely more packed and i got a couple pictures that he sent so here's one of the supporters uh, section as you can see packed from bottom all the way to the top the stadium overall was just packed which was really cool to see i love to see it packed i just hate that they're uh they're doing it at the expense of giving season ticket holders the free preseason game but like, like somebody sent me a message or, or commented on Twitter. If the GOAT is playing, the stadium's going to sell out. So, obviously, it, it was very cool to see, though. Very but refreshing. The, very refreshing to see that the stadium was, like, really packed for, like, a preseason game. That really gives me a lot of People have uh, been hype. itching to get back, though. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, so. I can't wait another, to get to this Johnny dip. Let's go. Another uh, uh, picture. If you look here at the picture that I just put up on the screen, 
towards the left, you'll see the brand new stands in the southwest corner. That's where the buses pull in and leave the players off. Now, you'll see that those are the new suites that they were talking about. It looks like they're maybe doubled up, maybe like two seats to a suite. It looks like a new Lego stand out there in the southwest corner. So it was I mean, interesting to see that uh, in the picture. I don't know what it looked like in person, but in the picture, it looks a little weird. Listen, don't take that picture down for a second, guys. I mean, look, look at this. Those seats look like they're going to tumble any second now. They look nah. like they're gonna tumble. You put five people in that stands, and that shit is done. Nah. It's to the if ground. The, if if the other Lego stands were able to stand up, this one will be just fine. No, so those those shout out to like Joe for that. Collapse. And now the next picture is remember we were talking about those opera seats, and we're like, what the heck are opera seats? Well, yes. Joe finally got to see them in person. He even got to go inside the opera seats. Yeah, so, no, he was eating lobster so, and everything. So shout out to Joe. I don't know how much money he spent to get in there, but shout out to Joe. He makes the big bucks. I mean, obviously, he works in Madagascar, so he must be rich. So here is the picture of the, one of the opera seats. If you're looking on YouTube, sorry, if you're on audio, you're going to have to check out the, the video on YouTube. Use your or go to Joe Kerr's, day, uh, go to Joe Kerr's Twitter page. And, uh, uh, man, if Joker's on the, uh, in the chat right now, make sure that you put uh, the Twitter page so we could tell the people on audio what your Twitter handle is. So if you look at the very top, on the top right of those stands, that would be an opera seat. Now, inside, it's, it's not as Abraham Lincoln as we thought. It's not like just two little seats just hanging out there. No, it's like a full like suite. It so is. that is what it looks like from the outside. And here are some of the pictures that he took on the inside so here's one of the pictures right there oh, that's beautiful that's, yeah, that's, that's nice, gorgeous those i mean nice for the leather seats right there for those of you that are like listening on 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 audio these seats look like they are beautifully padded leather that can mm -hmm. fit at least 12 people to a row maybe like eight to 12 people and it's a pretty good view i mean you're getting the supporter section uh side Parker, uh, Parker in the Philippines. We are going to get to the game. We're just uh, first time we get to see our stadium uh, this year. So we're just going over some of the new stuff before we get into the game. Uh, so, yeah, these leather seats looking very nice. So uh, that was one picture. And then through those doors that you see right there, I'll show you the last picture. Ooh. I mean, I mean, I don't know who's going to afford going there. I mean, obviously, Joe can. I don't know if he can for regular season game for preseason. He's got the money for it. But that's nice. If you don't want to be outside, you get to go inside, sit in those chairs, and watch it on that big screen TV. I, get, I, mean, I don't know if that's a big screen TV, but on that TV screen. Uh, so we finally get to see what the opera seats are and what they look like. So uh, for those of you that were wondering, there you go. I mean, I sure was wondering. I appreciate Joe for hooking us up with those pictures. Uh, what do you think, Chris, of the opera seats and the new Lego seats in the southwest corner? Uh, well, those Lego seats, by the way, somebody told me to sit on them, and then GFR is telling me each row can fit four Chris's. Let's okay, let's do six. Okay, I've lost a little <laughs> bit of weight. Okay, buddy, <laughs> pal. So, uh, I mean, look, the, the Lego seats look like they're gonna crumble any second now. The, the, what is this? The, the, the Abraham Lincoln section looks beautiful, right? Um, and Steve Munoz, yeah, I mean, look, we're here. It's all we good. We're here, just, we're, 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 yeah, we're just we're trying to make everybody happy. It's all good. We're still gonna do what we do. Yeah, uh, and don't forget to thumbs up. But yeah, that's uh, that section. It looks beautiful. Those VIP, the little you know uh, opera areas. They, I mean, uh, it looks gorgeous inside. 
Yeah, well, look, I, 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 I'll probably never get to sit there, but it looks pretty cool. And um, you know, maybe Joe can hook us up one day with all that money that he's bringing over from Madagascar. All right, yes. uh, a couple of things that to touch on that I saw in the in the chat before we go into the game. The shirt. Shout out to I want to say it was Irwin, but I can't I can't remember. I know something with the knee. I want to say it was Irwin, but whoever it was that gave me the website to get this jersey, I went on the the website. I got it. I mean. I, at least I don't have to track down little kids and take pictures of them in the Universal Studios anymore. I hear that that's frowned upon. So yes, I, I will no longer be doing that. I am safe from the cops. I got my own shirt. No, I did not steal it from that kid in Orlando. I got my own. This is an XL. <laughs> Just a heads up. If you guys ever buy a bootleg jersey, make sure you always go a size up because they usually run small. Uh, so, yes, I got an XL. And uh, this was the hypothetical third kit from last year that never came to fruition. And uh, I mean, I like it. I think it looks pretty cool. I mean, it looks dope. It looks dope. It's different. It, lo- it looks. Nice. It looks like a uh, hair on shit all over, as you say in the intro. Absolutely. Now, one thing I I, I now know is never get uh, a bootleg jersey with a custom name in the back, because they yeah. do a really poor job. Really poor job. Ooh, it, it, that's terrible. Yeah, I'm not even gonna turn around because it it kind of ruined the jersey for me. But very oh, cool. That's- uh, and then one last thing I saw in the chat, I think it was Rohan asked uh, earlier, what about the Discord? I apologize. We said that we were going to have the Discord running for today's game. and But like I said, we were trying to figure out how to do it so that people don't become trolls and stuff. I think we got it figured out. Uh, Tommy one time and uh, kind of gave us an idea of what Scars and Spikes do. They did like a Patreon where there you just have to get join the Patreon. Then you get the Discord that kind of uh, prevents all that trolling and all that stuff. But they say that they offer other content on there. So me and Chris have been talking and guys from other battered shows, battered Marlins and all of them, shout out to them. Uh, they've all been chipping in on how we're going to provide more content on the Patreon. So we'll have more information on that uh, on Monday. So uh, yes. for sure before the season starts. So anything else in the chat before we get into the game, Chris? Well, I mean, look, everybody wants to get a breakdown of the game. Everybody's really hurt about losing Gregory. I mean, look, guys, uh, I don't know. What, what do you want to go over? Do you want to go over Gregory after we break down the game? Uh, you know what? I guess we could go over Gregory first because that was one of the things that stood out to me when I didn't see him on the bench or starting. And I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, because the news broke. When was it yesterday? Was it yesterday or the day yes. before that? Everybody started losing their crap. Everybody started losing their crap. Like, oh, oh, no, my it was God. two days ago, they, yes. They, yeah. They're not going to be compliant. Oh, my God, they're not going to be compliant. Relax. We all knew that they had to make moves. We, this was obvious, right? We knew we had to get rid of Coco. At the end of last season, we said either Gregory or Mota isn't coming back. That was We yeah. had already decided that. We knew that there was a chance that Yedlin wouldn't come back. When Gressel came back, we're like, oh, Yedlin for sure is gone. Somehow he's still here. We thought Robert Taylor was gone. Like These are all moves that we thought would happen a long time ago. Now, they've taken a while to happen. That's true. But at no time did I doubt that it was going to happen before Tuesday. We're going to be fine as far as compliance goes. Now, Gregory... I wish we wouldn't lose him because out of all our midfielders, he is the only one that I feel is um, above average defensively. And I feel like we need that, obviously. Yes. But, yeah. you know, with Redondo, I understand that everybody compares him to Busi because of Busquets, because of his offensive prowess, his forward passing. But he is also good intercepting the ball, getting into space, anticipating passes. So I think Redondo is going to be just fine. And I, I think we'll be fine with Redondo. Yeah, I mean, look, the, but that's that was the whole purpose, right? I mean, we got Redondo, uh, Gregory. He takes up a lot of a lot of money. I mean, we have to move him, 
right? I mean, if we want to be able to be under under roster compliance, a big move. He was our third DP last year. And I'll tell you this much. A lot of people are talking about him, about Coco Jean. One of the things about Coco Jean is nobody's seen him play since like two years ago. Like Last year. I mean, I guess, whatever. Uh, but everybody knows how Gregory plays. He came back from injury, and he's looking really good. So I imagine that a lot of teams are really interested in him. I'm actually surprised he didn't get moved within the MLS. But, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it's a move that has to be made. It's a, it's a hit, especially to a lot of longtime fans of the, of, the, of the team. But, I mean, look, if you want to stay roster compliant, big moves have to be made. And, and Chef Pepin... He's cooking. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I, I get I get the sentimental thing with with uh with Gregory. And I would have much preferred to see Motago, honestly. Yeah. Honestly. But money-wise, obviously, Gregory, we gave him a bigger salary. He was our DP last year. I don't know how much if they had to pay him down this year. And Coco, everybody's suspecting that he's gonna be the buyout. Now, those two moves, and then what other moves are made? I don't know. Is it going to be anybody that we're going to be absolutely like, oh, my God, we lost him and our team sucks now? Probably not. Robert no. Taylor worries me a little bit. I think Robert Taylor is a possibility, right? Because I think that if teams call for anybody, it might be Robert Taylor. He is going to be that guy that they call for. But I think at this point, I think at this point, if we lose Gregory, we've lost the guy. Like, there's no other guy that's going to give you that that punch in the gut that's like oh we just lost no, Robert player. Taylor would do that if Farias was healthy I, I would I would agree with you but because Farias down I thought Robert Taylor even though we saw Diego Gomez at left wing today which was surprising to me um I thought that that well, was that, Robert Taylor's spot, spot to lose well that whole starting lineup it was just so weird because he was set off well I guess we'll talk about it when we when we break down the game but just to kind of you know put everything together in terms of what we're talking about gregory is a huge loss but it's a loss that had to be made and and tony axis mentioning in the chat i said immediately after the mls meeting in december miami was screwed because of the lack of changes so what you're telling us tony is that you said that back in december and you now realize that you were wrong exactly that's what he's saying Tony, it's all right Tony. it's okay to be wrong tony all good it's okay we're all we're all wrong sometimes wrong yeah i'm I'm usually wrong not really but yes no, All right, not. so let, let's get into the game. So, yes, Gregory Hurts, um, but we knew I'm playing that it soccer had to next time, Lucho Lalo, I promise. Oh, yeah, shout out to Lucho Lalo. He came out and played soccer with, I was about to say us, but with me because Chris is a, I'm not going to say what you, you are, but yeah, uh, you shout are. out to Lucho. All right, um, Gregory, loss sucks because I, I really liked him. I thought he was the six that we needed defensively, but we, you know, we knew that something had to happen, and I mean, I'm okay with what what, what we got going right now. Yeah. So let's get into today's right. game. So this starting lineup. So just to paint the picture, right? So we have what's set up as like a four three three here. It shows that Gomez is playing left wing, Messi's playing right wing, and Suarez is playing the top. You have Gressel playing the the left wing, left right mid. or left mid, and then Bright playing the mid. And then David Ruiz playing the right mid. And then you have Alba and Yedlin playing the left and right backs. And then Freire finally making his debut. And then Aviles playing the side from him on the right. And then Drake Callender in goal. But then when the game started, uh, well, do you, you want to go, I guess, with the first thoughts of the starting lineup first before uh, the we get first to the game thoughts, starting? I was surprised that Yannick Bright started. Yes. Uh, I thought that one, that he looked okay. 
Too, the forward passes, I thought was great. His vertical passing, right? Because mm-hmm. that, that's one thing that Gregory doesn't give us. Gregory, unfortunately, in Tata, although I like his defensive prowess, offensively, he doesn't provide what Tata wants. That The forward passing, uh, the, the playing on the ball. And, I mean, I'm not going to say Bright gives us that, but I saw some good things from Bright. I think that he's going to be a great death piece. And with Gregory not there, I think he's going to get some time. Now, I did like the fact that Whenever we were uh, on the offensive end and Yedlin and Alba were pushing up high, Bright came back almost like a third center back. And he was back there with Freire and Aviles. So it was yeah. almost like he was that third in the back. So, um, I mean, I, I was okay with what I saw with Bright. As far as surprises, I was very surprised that I saw Gomez at left wing. That I wasn't expecting. I thought for sure he would be out there where Gressel was in the midfield and that we would have Taylor being the left wing. Uh, so that was probably the most surprising thing. What surprised you from the starting lineup? Well, what surprised me, what, one of the main things, like you mentioned, was Bright starting, which I have to mention, by the way, that Bright, he played pretty solid, especially for a young guy. I mean, he didn't put us in, in terrible situations with his passing. He was passing very well. He moved the ball very well. He contained the ball pretty well. Um his defense was pretty good. I think he was able to kind of create a couple turnovers with his pressure. Uh, bright, to me, was without, uh, I guess, a lack of a better term, was bright today. Get it? He was bright. You get it? <laughs> so Freire didn't look bad. What did you think of Freire? Because I thought that he looked <clears> – he didn't do anything that stood out. But then again, I felt like this game, when it started, it felt like the previous six games – but the roles reversed because the previous six games, it felt like the opposing team against Inter Miami really wanted to win the game. They were playing really serious and Inter Miami was kind of going through the motions. And I felt like it was reversed today. I felt like Inter Miami was like, all right, dress rehearsal. Let's get these kinks out. Let's try to score. And new boys are like, all right, this is an exhibition game. We're five games into our regular season. Let's not yeah. get injured. So I, th- I felt like that's how it started off. And for that reason, I felt like Freire was, really wasn't challenged. I mean, he was doing – he didn't turn the ball over. Didn't really get to see him run too much. So I don't know if, if as much as people say that he's slow, if it's true. So I, I felt like not too much that you can really say. And, yes, I, I agree with everybody with those tomato emojis. And, look, Freire, he didn't, he didn't do anything that really impressed me or that disappointed me. I thought that he paid, played pretty decently. I felt comfortable. I feel comfortable in saying with just this first and only showing that maybe he's a good fit over Kristoff. I don't know. I mean, I think we need to see a couple more games of him. But other than that, I mean, for now, I kind of have to sort of set my expectations for Freire. Now, at the end, Kristoff uh is next to go. Gregory left. Do you think Kristoff is next to go? He wasn't on the bench. I think I think Kristoff might be a person that can be dealt. I think that he's would be he would be perfect for like a Nashville or like one of these teams that love to hunker down on defense. I think that mm-hmm. there's a lot of teams just in the MLS alone that would look at him as a huge asset, a veteran presence that hunkers down and plays very good defense. Right? I mm-hmm. think that uh, I think that it would have been well for him. I think it's going to be well for him. And everybody's been questioning Freire before he even debuted. And the first touch on the ball was that header that just went right to the post. I was like, how yeah. crazy would that have been? 
everybody's like, uh, I mean, obviously it would have been an offensive goal. So we still want to see what he does defensively. But I thought that would have been pretty good or pretty cool if he would have scored because the very first chance he got, header that went wide, that, that would have been pretty good. I I want to I want to ask the the chat a question because Mike V is saying that Chris is going to Montreal or go to play with Neville. So like, is that what it is now from now on moving forward that we're just like this funnel service for to Montreal because Bryce Duke is over there and and to Portland because Neville's there. Like, I didn't know that Maybe. we were fi- like a funnel service for those two teams. But you know, look, there's a lot of people that are mentioning here. Like for example. Um, you know, Freire was faster than Kristoff. That's a bonus. Yeah, I agree with that by Peaches. Uh, somebody else, uh, I think it was Tank that mentioned that it, it's great that Noah Allen is sort of contributing in his new position and that he's willing to play whatever, no matter oh, what. He, he he is the backup center back. Yes. He has two positions. Yeah. He's a backup left back and backup center back now. Yeah. And you know so, what? Uh-huh, go ahead. The improvement he showed throughout the preseason, I'm not hating it. I'm not hating yes. it at all. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I mean, other than the starting lineup, one of the things that I noticed is that you had you had Gresso playing, I, I think, a little bit higher. You had, I think, uh, Diego Gomez that ended up coming down. It ended up turning into like a like a like a. It ended up turning up to two up top instead of three up top because I didn't see I didn't see Gomez playing left wing often. I thought that he was a little bit more closer to and, the mid. And Messi was I felt like he was never out on the right wing. I felt like he was in the center of the pitch most of the game also. Um so is that yeah, like a 4-5-1 I mean, like uh I think we're going to see a 4-4-2. I think is now that if now that Farias is out, if Robert Taylor isn't starting at left wing, I think we're going to see a 4-4-2. I think that's yeah. what we're going to start seeing. And it's going to be Four four, it almost it's almost like a four four one uh, one one, like not a two, yes. right? Because because Messi's gonna be behind Suarez, kind of roaming the the middle of the, of the pitch. So I, yeah. I think that that's what we're gonna see. Because if if they're not gonna play with a left wing, because Gomez is not a left wing, I think they're just gonna allow Alba to dominate like he does always, right? And uh, and I guess Taylor will come off the bench. Well, let's talk a little bit about the first half, right? So like Joel. Enriquez is mentioning, I think Gomez feels intimidated by Messi and co. And listen, look, I got some notes. I wrote some notes down. And I'll tell you what I think. I mean, if you want to get to some of the main events of the first. Uh, oh, of the first... You, I know you're dying to talk about Gomez. Tell me yeah, what Diego about Gomez, Gomez is fucking garbage, bro. He's fucking trash. Like, what? what? This guy sucks, dude. You blew two opportunities, like two beautiful passes. You've been playing like a god amongst kids with diapers. And then now you're going to come and play your first game in the preseason and you're going to shit the bed. And then Robert Taylor comes on for you and looks like a genius. I don't even want to get to the second half. But Gomez, what the fuck? Diego Gomez went from being the man on his team. He was the captain. He was the star. And now he is back to trying to figure out his role around Messi. Now, I'll grant it, he did oh, have some opportunities, right? And he blew them. I'll, I'll give you that. Them. But the fact that he balled out with Paraguay over the last month, then he has two bad shots and a bad showing the first time he plays with this team again, and you're ready to ship him off, I think you are a, uh, a crazy person. So I got to give him 10 games like Kata's mentioning? 
You have to give him half the him season. I've been 10, saying that eight. all year. I've been saying you have to give him till June. We gave, we gave him a bunch of games last year. He's young, though. You have to give him a chance. You're, you're, you're a crazy person. Guys, guys, are you, did you guys watch the same game that I did? Like, imagine a tournament where Gomez is the best player by Hammy. He just met, like, Hammy just mentioned that comment. Like, what are we doing, guys? This guy, this is, this is your king. This is your king. You Chris, guys loved Gomez. Chris, you're going to make me do something that I hate doing, but I'm going to do it. You are ready to give up on Diego Gomez after he's proved, right, on national stage, U23, that he in was a, a baller. In yes, the in the daycare. And then you came on, and to start the show, you said you want Borgelin to get more minutes. I hate to do this because it's going to sound like I'm hating on oh. Borgelin. I like Borgelin. I like Borgelin. I like Borgelin. But Borgelin couldn't get on the pitch. He got loaned out to New Mexico last year in the USL. Played 10 games, didn't score once. And what you're doing is that because he got one-headed goal today, you're like, he needs to get more minutes, but Diego Gomez got to go? Hold on. I didn't say give him more minutes. I was reading a comment. We could roll the tape back. I didn't say give him more minutes. Why would I give him more minutes when we have Campana behind in front of him? Somebody I don't know, else. That's the way you think. You wanted Emerson. You want no, Emerson. Emerson is different. Emerson would do Why? way better than Diego Gomez. Are you kidding me? He Get never did. He got here. plenty of opportunities. Get he never did guy. better. Listen, you know what? Johnny Dip, he's not Emerson. Emerson is way better. Uh, Get it out. Having this conversation. You have to be, you have to be patient with Diego Gomez. Now, if you tell me that I, I well, I, I he could be. What? He could be. He could be. He is technically a DP. He's a U22 initiative player, which is basically like a young DP. What I think is that if he is playing, let's say he, he doesn't improve and he has this poor showing from now until, I don't know, April or May, then I'll be like, okay, now we might want to think about him not being the guy we want him to be. But as of right now, you've literally seen him for one half. You're overreacting. He hasn't been that bad. Listen, and, and Campana is not mid-CJC. And Erwin Rodriguez is saying Gomez needs to train first. Diego is mentioning what more patience. How many games, guys? If you guys could just throw a number, how many games should I give Gomez to be able to show us that he is worthy of our, uh, of our love here? How many games? Um, how many games? Give me a number, Dan. How many games do we need to give him? Ten? Until June. Like how said. many games are there until June? So Kata's mentioning 10 to 15. Pablo's saying about 54. Right. 54. I don't know about 54. Games. I don't know about 54. games by Michael. Hash is but mentioning I, I do 10. think around 15. Give him around 15 games, which will put you around May or June. I definitely think. And he's going to show. Also, look, again, we don't. I'd have to watch it back to see exactly where he was playing on the pitch. But he's not a left wing. He needs to be playing in the midfield. Okay. okay. That's what right. he is. Look, I, I want to mention something because offense is – he's asking me I joke – he's telling me I joke around. So look, I am a jokester. Okay, guys? Mm -hmm. But, like, I, I'm serious too. Like, I'm very serious. This guy, Diego Gomez, he's sucky. Like, he came I, I in – I went back – during the game, I went back and I went to see the lineups – and the starting 11 for Paraguay over the last uh, whatever, how many games they played just now in the Preolimpicos. 
And in all of those, he was playing almost like a 10 role. He was that guy. Now he's he's playing something different with this team. He's not that guy. He isn't the central point. So I think it takes him a while to adjust. And I, I think you just give him time and he's going to be fine. Let him find his role on this team. I just – I don't get it because, like, Tank is telling me he literally just got back to play with Inter. He went out to play with Paraguay, who he doesn't play with all the time, went out there and looked like a god amongst humans. But he trained and with then, them before that tournament started. All right. Listen, you're sucky Florida, man, okay? Sorry. Uh, well, look, and number sorry. 10 players cannot play with Messi. I agree. And and he's not a number 10. He was playing a, a, a similar type of role to that, right? An attacking midfield kind of. But he's a to me, he's a he's a he's an eight, and he's gonna do fine in that role. So you just give him that the, the opportunity. All right. So the one can we draw, agree that he blew half. two great can we just agree that he blew two very good opportunities? Yes. That in the shape that he's in, where he apparently has played so well prior mm -hmm. to today. He mm -hmm. blew two mm -hmm. decently easy opportunities. Okay. Messi went wide on a couple of shots also. Are you going to want him off the team also? Hmm? I mean, I know that there's some people in the Inter-Miami universe that want Messi off the team for some <laughs> stupid reason. Do you, are you one of those? Do you want Messi off the team also? Uh, look, everybody's on your side. There so you go. Messi, you know what, guys? Keep respecting your king, okay? We'll yeah. give it a couple games. All right. So, uh, sorry, right, so Florida, back man. to the first half, like I said, I thought Inter Miami was taking it a little more serious than Newell Boys. Newell Boys yes. would have putting pressure. We saw in the second half, once they started doing that high press again, we found ourselves in the same situation that we keep finding ourselves in. We can't work the ball out of the back, and, and it's going to be keep being an issue for us. And I mean, how do we fix this, Chris? Like, what, what do we do? Do we stop playing it out of the back? Do we play the long ball up the pitch? Because I don't see this. I mean, I wish Newell Boys would have pressed us when Freire was in the game. Um, Aviles was still in there in the second half, I believe. But I, I wish they would have done it when Freire was in the game. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what we could do to fix this because if we're going to keep playing out of the back – and and Giuseppe had a great point. Easy. Yes. Redondo. Yes. Redondo is going to help with that a lot. A lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's going to be that outlet. You're now going to have two outlets. You're going to have Redondo and Busquets that the center backs can find with the ball and they will work their way out of that pressure. But Redondo still isn't even official. Well, you know, and Tank is mentioning here that Noel's played this game as a friendly. They didn't play yes. this game. I don't think that they played this game as a friendly. I think Every that they played time very Messi competitive. Every time Messi got the ball in the middle of the pitch, it was just like a sea of green. And you just well, see him dribb dribbling the ball down the pitch. Well, I think that that's one of the things where you're just shook to cover the greatest player of, of all time. Right? I don't think so. I, th I think that they were taking it the way Inter-Miami took the first couple preseason games. I think, look, Aviles had some really good passes. And we've seen that even from last year. Even in the first half, he did a great cross which set up Freire's uh, missed header, right? And you're talking about a center back where, you know, if you have somebody like him passing the ball so well, especially when Busquets is not on the field, that makes, that makes me feel better, 
in terms of like what the defenders can do on the offensive side of the field. And when you have Redondo coming in at some point, you know, for Busquets or a side with Busquets, that's gonna make that's gonna make a huge deal, man. That's gonna yeah. increase everything for us. That, that that double pivot is gonna be oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be great for us. And Aaron Lee said we might see Gomez, Busi, and Redondo in the mid. That's what I'm expecting. That that's what I'm expecting. Uh, and it might be with David Ruiz. I think we might go four four two, but we just gotta wait. Hopefully, it's not Gressel in the midfield. I really don't want to see that. Um, Oh, by the way, I completely forgot. I was supposed to say it in the beginning of the show. Uh, I remember Pablo, with his beautiful hair and his fake picture, was asking when we're going to have a super chat. Well, Wait, hold on. Danny, you're on mute. And now you probably have a different microphone on. So, beautiful. Another mute time. By the way, you guys are hating on Sailor so much. And honestly, Sailor wasn't the reason that we got scored on. I believe that that was a, a bad pass. And I believe that that was a bad pass by, oh, man, the, the, the name escapes me. The name by escapes Lawson. me. But by Sunderland. It was by Sunderland that had the bad pass. So, mm -hmm. all right, go ahead, yeah. Danny. No, I was just saying that we, we activated that uh... – that, that super chat that Pablo was was talking about. No idea how it works. I don't even know if it shows up on your end, but um, just wanted to put that out there since I don't know. Since put it out there. everybody, yeah, I mean, people were asking about the the super yeah. chat, so there it is. It's open, guys. Um, you know, we're out here to have some fun, baby. And it was oh, a bad path. Yes. Okay. So uh, and then here, look, Joe Kerr. Oh, Joe, I. I we appreciate that. That's Joe Kerr. We appreciate you joining us. We uh, we thought you had come from Madagascar, so we announced that the pictures you arrived from Madagascar, took those pictures, and you supplied the pictures that we showed to everybody. So that is Joe. We appreciate you uh, being our photographer for the day. Listen, listen, this guy and and Stancy is mentioning Joe Kerr got that freaking flyer miles. I mean, he literally mm -hmm. flew from the game to Portugal after the game. Mm -hmm. So. All right. Uh, okay. And Super Calvary, what happened to the Discord? Uh, we talked about it at the beginning of the show. Uh, if you want, you can go back and listen. Uh, we're going to have more of the details on Monday's show. So, yes. I mean, look at that. that uh, your, your microphone has to go on mute for that one, Danny. That is a beauty right there. Mm -hmm. Jason L. with the comment of the night bring back Neville. Are you kidding me? I will take that in a heartbeat. I will take that in a heartbeat, Danny. This is what this is what it sucks about super chats. People start saying stuff like this. Oh, come on, man! And we appreciate you, Hammy. Yeah, much All appreciated. Right. Now, I'll tell you this much: I, the second half, you know what the second half was to me, Danny? It was the Robert Taylor second half. Tell me, he wasn't looking saucy as hell. He always looks saucy. Half. No, we're talking about he was on a different level of sauce. He was he was stirring it up, cooking it up. Uh, he had the corner. He had the corner yes. that that led to the goal to Borgelin. Guys, do you think we're going to see more Borgelin this season? I I don't know. I mean, I guess because of all the games that we have, we will be seeing Borgelin, right? Pe Wait, Peaches, you sound like you're happy that that Gregory left. Well, I don't know. I mean. No. Gregory is not a is not a good loss. I don't think so. 
But look, we, it it's more acceptable since Redondo is is now here. So yes, it is. It is. That, that that's why it is a, a little more acceptable. But I do think that we are going to be playing without wingers. But um, yes, and look, he said Tank said looked okay as a winger. I think that we're not going to see Robert Taylor as a winger much because I have a feeling if Tata really wants Diego Gomez on there and David Reese out there, Taylor's not going to play and we're not going to be playing Williams. It's going to be more of a 4-4-2. And that's not what I'm expecting when the season starts next week. I, I would have mentioned something because Joel is mentioning here, Taylor should start with Messi and Suarez. I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but the moment that Jordi Alba got off the field, you started to see Taylor get in his bag. Taylor started playing a little bit better. Well, because he could finally go into the left side. Alba yeah. is constantly dominating that left that, that left wing. And yeah. I, that's why I don't know how Taylor's going to do. I think you're going to see Taylor at, at, as the backup right back. Yeah, I think you're, yeah. you're going to see him that might. Because if, if Gressel starts going ahead and, I don't know, playing in the midfield for some reason, I think we need a backup right back. And I think Taylor might be that guy. He's that Swiss Army knife that's done it in the past. Now, defensively, Robert Taylor isn't that great, but he can go give you some good over. Serviceable. Yeah. And I saw somebody earlier hating on Yedlin. He did I, well. I, I don't mind Yedlin. And the fact that Messi wasn't playing out on the right side, I kind of felt like that right side was always open. Like Yedlin would run into the space and he would be completely open to get the ball and whip it in, or at least a low cross into the into the box. I don't know. And uh, Jason, well, L, uh, Jason L is asking right back. I'm assuming he's asking about Taylor. Yes, Taylor was playing right back a few times last season. Yeah. He plays a little bit of everything. So don't be surprised to see Taylor play a little bit of everything. Now, Kata is asking thoughts on Bright. We talked a little bit about that. I dropped an incredible joke. So go ahead and rewind the tape and check out that joke, Kata. And, oh, and then he mentioned Yedlin never has left back again. There was somebody else earlier, way early in the chat, that was hating on him playing left back. Guys, I think that that must have been something that essentially it was just, you know, to fill in a I, gap, fill in a space. I forgot why it was. Be permanent. I don't know why it was that they subbed out Jordi Alba and everybody was wondering why they didn't just move Noah, Noah Allen, Allen over to left back and then put uh, Yerlin at right center back. Yeah. That just told me that Tata wanted Noah Allen to get as, as much playing time at left center back as possible because he's obviously going to see a lot of time at left center back as uh, throughout the season. So, I mean, I, I think that all signs point to Noah Allen is left center back uh, depth-wise, right? Like off the bench. And I, I wouldn't mind seeing, and Tank's bringing up Negri. I was about to bring him up also. I wouldn't mind seeing Negri playing uh, left center back either. And and oh, I want to yeah, mention... Let's talk about Suarez. Let's talk about Suarez. Ha Hammy, shout out to Hammy. Appreciate it. Uh, he says Suarez has been underwhelming. Well, look, Suarez... I think that Suarez has been a little bit underwhelming. I mean, I think that he's getting to to be able to try to be fit with the team. He's actually been playing a lot more minutes than I've anticipated. I thought that he wasn't yeah. going to be playing so many minutes. He's been playing a lot more minutes than I've anticipated, especially considering that he has Campana behind him. I would have thought that they'd be able to play Campana a little bit more because Suarez is going to get hella amount of minutes this year. Yeah, but when you think about... Look, they already said in, in the in the um, in the press conference that they just recently had. Tata said our priority is going to be Champions Cup. Yeah, Suarez is playing ninety those minutes. But remember, mm -hmm. like three or four days before that, we're playing against Orlando City, and then three days after that, we have I forgot what team. I think it might be Montreal, but we have a game coming up right after that. Like, yeah, 
Campana is going to get his playing time because Suarez, for as much as he's been playing in the in the preseason, he can't play three games in a span of eight days. That's not going to happen. So Campana is going to get his chances. Yeah, I think it's look. I think I think that <laughs> I think that not only Campana, but I think that Suarez. I think that they're both going to do fairly well this year. I feel a lot better about those two than I did about Joseph and Campana. I definitely yeah. feel that a lot better. And a lot of people are talking about speed with Yedlin. Guys, I don't know if you guys saw, there was a beautiful pass given to Yedlin where it was him in a foot race against the, the defender, and he beat him outright to the ball. So no, I don't he think still you can got doubt. speed. You, you can't doubt his speed. He, he, he's fast. And, and then somebody had mentioned, I think it was Bruno, mentioned – uh, that he would have preferred Yedlin to to be shipped out before Gregory. Sorry, not sorry. I think I can't find that comment. Which, but you know what? I think if Gressel came to play right back, he would have been. But as we found out, yeah. I was I was wrong. And again, I'm I'm wrong all the time. I was wrong 100 percent on this one, and um, everybody else was right. It looks like he does want him to play either midfield like or midfielder. right wing, or 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 the backup to Messi out on the right wing. Because it doesn't look like he's going to get much time at right back. So Yedlin isn't going anywhere. Which is catastrophic. Like, you're going to make Gressel the messy backup? That is chaos. Uh, That's terrible. If, 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 look, if his crosses are as magisterial as everybody says they are, which we saw it. You saw the one that landed right on, right on Campana's forehead. If they are as great as they say they are, then I think it would be, uh, I think it would be great. And Hammy, we really appreciate you. We really appreciate the support. Yeah, man, uh, much appreciated. Now, so, I, I, I don't before know. Before you keep going, I, I forgot yeah. to, because we jumped right into this. Real quick, if you haven't already, I put in the chat the link to uh, the show in Spanish. We have Battered Herons and Espanol on Monday nights at 10 o'clock. If you haven't already and you want to listen to some Battered Herons in Espanol, go ahead and click on that link and do us favors and subscribe. And even if you don't want to hear, so it's just subscribe anyway, just uh, yeah. help us out. Just, <laughs> yeah, just subscribe, like the video, even if it, even if uh, it, just like it because Dennis said a, a Spanish word, Gressel es caca. Uh, at, yes, I look one world, one gold. Ray Hudson, I love that guy, and I'm, I'm not even going to hide it. We've asked him on the show a million times, yeah. and a million times he's just ignored us. But whatever, I'm a Ray Hudson stan, and. Uh, I would love to have him on the show because I, I love Ray Hudson. Um, Listen, bless yeah. all of your hearts that love our Spanish, especially mine. Bless your heart because I, look. on Mondays, my Spanish is worse. And gradually during the week, it gets better because I keep talking to Spanish truck drivers. So mm -hmm. like by Thursday, Friday, it gets better. Mondays, you guys are getting the worst of my Spanish. I'm sorry. Uh yeah, uh, Lionel is asking Coco coming through. Coco's probably gonna get bought out, so don't expect to see Coco this season. And uh, as far the as, the, as the Spanish show goes, I think we did a decent job, right? It, it is, and I don't know if you guys have ever tried this talking in a different language to somebody you talk to in your native language all the time because English is my first language now, right? Even though yeah. I, I came up talking Spanish and I never talk in Spanish to Chris, Solana, or Xavier. So that yeah. was the first time. It felt very weird. I promise you, it will get better. And uh, yeah, that that was a that was weird. But I th I think we did pretty well. Yeah, and Jason L, definitely, we're gonna see you next week.
Shout out to Section 124 oh, and everybody okay. that sits there. there. Jason L, Rob yes. Wise. Anybody else yes. that's a 124 battered fan, let us know. Southside. That shit right there. Yes. And and Florida man, thank you for for not hating me for destroying for trying to destroy you. Hit that like button, guys. And Come Joker on. Joker said that my uh, my kit is 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 basura. So uh, Ooh. I, I I like it. I, I wish this would have been the third kit. I mean, I don't know why the splatter, but I like the baby blue. I like the Vice City look. I, I think that the baby blue is super dope. I think, I think baby that blue that, with pink. Yes. Mm. I really think that they should have done like the Miami Heat, the Miami Vice sort of jersey. Yeah, I thought that, sure. that would have been freaking beautiful. A hundred percent. And then uh, Lost in D Space, what's going on? All right. Uh, anything else on the game? What, overall, what did you think of today's game? I, uh, I'll tell you what I thought, and then I'll, I'll get to you. I thought Inter Miami came out serious. I thought that defensively, Newell boys didn't really put too much pressure, so I think yeah. we might have looked better than that we probably were. But regardless, we didn't look bad. Second half, we started getting pressured. Uh, Drake had a bad clearance. Uh, we gave the ball away. It led to a goal. So definitely some groin pains. But if we can get Redondo, Busquets, and Gomez in the midfield with David Ruiz, if we can manage to not turn the ball over in the midfield, keep possession, I think we will score goals and we won't have to worry about the transition defense as much if we're not turning the ball over. So, I mean, I think the best defense is a good offense. Chris, what did you think about this game? I, I think having Freire there, I mean, this is just one game. He looked pretty decent. I think little by little we'll be able to see if he's going to be able to define the back the back line. Um, look, I love seeing David Ruiz play. Uh, Diego Gomez, do better, bro. Do better. Um, I think that for a preseason, we've gradually gotten better, which is like the whole purpose of preseason, right? The only players that really haven't stood out like in a positive way, which I guess is going to come to my question to you and maybe even the chat if you guys want to chime in. Who's the one player, in your opinion, that has completely looked terrible throughout this preseason? Or not looked terrible, maybe disappointed you, hasn't played up to par or up to your standards or what your expectations are? I'd like to know what you think and what everybody else thinks. Just one player. All right. It, it's okay so and by the oh, way I, next before you answer jason l is asking what's the podcast schedule for next week it's so it's gonna be jam-packed baby so preparate um it's gonna be what so what's today wednesday so we got okay go ahead no no you go ahead you go ahead because okay. i'm looking through so, all these names sunday we're gonna do a season preview where yeah. we break down the whole season, we preview predictions for the season as a whole, all that. So that's going to be Sunday. Monday, we're going to have uh, an RSL podcast join us, and they're going to help us preview Wednesday's game. Wednesday, we're going to be at the game, so we're going to do a post game. It won't be right after the game like today was, obviously, because we'll be there. And unfortunately, we live really far south, so it takes us about an hour, maybe a little more to get home so whenever we get home we jump on there and then on thursday we're going to have a galaxy podcast to preview sunday's game against galaxy and i know my wife is listening to me on the other side of the wall so she's, she, she's she yeah 100 percent. Yeah, but i told her hey we got a super chat now so like you know <laughs> <laughs> we pop it, like, baby so so you know don't hate on me like 
it, it's hard to 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 get uh to to do this much but you know whatever we try we like it we enjoy it and we enjoy spending time with you guys but yeah definitely jam-packed next week yes so, and just as jam-packed as just as jam-packed as everybody is saying suarez sailor sailor wrestle okay. Um, I mean, everybody's there's a there's waste, there's just so much Suarez, so much Gressel. Those are like the 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 people that are just outweighing everyone else. Uh oh, my wife just started started texting me. <laughs> uh oh. So yeah, Suarez and Gressel seems like they are Appreciate the you, winners. Thank you, Hammy. Much appreciated, brother or sister. Uh well, what what I was gonna say is wrestle just because i don't want to be hypocritical because i do want to say luis suarez a part of me wants to say luis suarez because i do think luis suarez has looked slower than i was hoping yeah i know that he took a while to get going in brazil but he's played so many minutes that i thought he would have looked a little better yeah i felt like when he's tried to dribble with the ball he unfortunately i mean he's he's lost the ball because he's just not that guy anymore maybe but I still want to be patient. So I that's why I am not gonna say Luis Suarez. So because I don't want to be fully hypocritical. Um and uh so I am gonna go with Peaches. Thank you, Peaches. Appreciate you. I am gonna go with Peaches and say Gressel. Gressel, I think, has been the most disappointing. I think it might be also because I think he's playing out of position. I don't think yeah. he's a good midfielder. His crosses might be great, but his short passes leave much to be desired. I, I think that. He hasn't looked good in the midfield. I thought the best that he looked was when he was starting at right wing and, or when he played right wing and he had the freedom to be up there to contribute offensively. So Gressel to me is my most disappointing player. What about you? Well, I, I'm going to go with Gressel as well because this point that Tank is making, once Suarez starts scoring and perhaps there's more in the box as a true nine, he will start scoring goals in bunches. That's what I I'm absolutely hoping. agree with that. That's what and, I'm hoping. and I think that he's going to gel enough that he's going to be always in opportunities where he's going to put goals. He's going to be able to score some goals. And Lucho Lalo is mentioning he thinks that Suarez is taking that Iguain cigarette in the mouth while playing vibes. I believe the same thing as well. Um, but I still think that he's going to capitalize. Gressel, on the other hand, is playing out of position. And it just doesn't seem like he's like gelling in where they're putting him. So I don't know if it's going to fare well for him. Like, is he going to have like 10, 12, 15 assists this year? Because that's essentially what's going to be like a positive season for him, no? Like his contribution yeah. offensively. Yeah, offensively for sure. Because defensively, he, he's not good, right? We've had we've talked to people that were that watched him with Atlanta because he played with Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, we've talked to people that that watched him play for Columbus last year. Wiseman podcast, shout out to them also, and they all tell us if you're looking for him to help defensively, look yeah. somewhere else because defensively he's just not that guy. What you want is for him to contribute offensively with his crosses, his pinpoint crosses. And for that, he needs to play either right wing back or right wing. So if unless he's playing that, I don't see much positive to him. Hopefully he proves us wrong. But so far from what I've seen in the preseason, I don't see that changing. And Joel is mentioning Gomez, especially because the high expectations he set by killing preschoolers. You know what? The <laughs> thing is, Joel, I agree with you. But since he only played one game, one I can't half. really... Oh yeah, and, and, yeah, a, a half because he's so garbage that they had to bring in the real left wing, right? I mean, I can't even say he's disappointing. He's been disappointing. 
Like oh, 45 minutes, he goes and kills a bunch of preschoolers, comes in for 45 minutes, and he looks like he doesn't even know how to play soccer. Come on. And Redondo's pop was a baller, as one world one goal says. He's yes. one of the uh, the I think he, I think when they named the the century team for Real Madrid, I think he was the six on that team. So yes, uh, Redondo's pass was a baller, and I believe Redondo will also be a baller. So if we do get him, which I'm still yeah. waiting for the official word, I think that 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 will be a big shift to this team, and people yes. will stop being sad about Busquets. Yosore is killing me because after 45 minutes, I'm hating. Oh, it's because you're a piece of crap. Oh, All right. Uh, so that was the game. A couple Good notes comment. from the game. Good comment by you, Hammy. There we go. <laughs> Playing with niños con pampe. That's what, exactly what it is. Uh, so shout out to um, Calypso. Um, he wrote on Twitter that – because I thought that it was a great rule change, right? Now there's a VAR check, and now the referee – goes on a, a, a mic, and on the speakers in the stadium, you hear what the call is. Because a lot of times, you're kind of just there wondering, like, what the heck's going on? And you got to yeah. kind of figure it out. Now they speak, and they say it out through the speakers. But Calypso said, you still can't hear it in the stands. So yeah. kind of weird. was odd to me. Uh, I don't know if anybody here in the chat was at the game today. Maybe they can uh, either agree or disagree with what Calypso was saying. But that's what he said. I don't know how true that is, but that sucks because I hope that you can hear it because that defeats the purpose. Like, if, like, I don't need them to do it for TV purposes. We have commentators that help us with that. So yeah. uh, I hope that you can hear it in the stand. So if anybody was there, uh, let us know because that was, that was rough to hear. Well, I imagine didn't they do the whole VAR and the whole announcement from the microphone of the, of the, of the referee, didn't they do it purposely to be able to announce it throughout the stadium? Yeah. And they did, but Calypso said that you still couldn't hear it. Uh, and tank is asking, couldn't hear what? So what he's asking is if you were able to hear the referee after he decided that there was no penalty and to but he proceed said the play. no penalty. Uh, yeah, he, he said out loud, no penalty. You could hear it on TV. I heard it on yeah. TV. Yes. And I remember Lucas I told my wife, it as well. and I told my wife, this is awesome because, look, now when we're here next week or whatever throughout the the, state, uh, the, the season, we're going to be able to hear it. But, look, like Adam was there, could not hear it in the North Stands. Yeah. So maybe it's because the North Stands always hyped. So shout out to the supporters groups. Maybe they're so hyped and loud that you just couldn't hear because they're just always singing, which, hey, Kudos to them because I love that. Um, yeah. But you know, we'll see. I still do like the whole idea of them of them mentioning the call on the on the microphone. I just wish that they'd be able to go ahead and and hear it in the stands. All right. Uh, so we are that that's. Oh wait, and then one more thing: news that we saw a couple of days ago. Oh, Chris, do you something that you wanted to say? No, no, no. I mean, we can keep it. Okay. We can keep it moving. Because I want to talk about okay. this next one. All right. So over the last couple of days, we forgot to bring it up last show. There was, uh, I forgot what Twitter page it was that posted it. I don't know if it, it was one yeah. of the MLS big Twitter. I got to find out because I want to give them credit. Give them credit yeah. or blame. I don't know what, which one of the two. But they <laughs> said that there was a leaked graphic of Miami Freedom Park's seating map. Or seating chart, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And this is what it looked like. And it looks like 
on the west stand, kind of like it is for the drive pink, is where you will get all your big money ballers. And it looks like that whole entire section is reserved seating. Is that am I looking at that correctly, Chris? Uh, that's what it looks like. That's definitely what it looks like. It looks like reserved so seating. Yep. We we are just gonna have a fourth, a fourth, 25%, a fourth of the stadium just being bougie people in reserve seating. I mean, I guess that fits the whole Miami vibe, I guess. But I, I can't say I like that. Like, I mean, no, I'm not a big fan this? of that. No, no, I'm not a big fan of that at all. I mean, I get no, it. I, it's gonna it's gonna bring some more some more fans, I guess. I mean, just more bougie fans. Uh I mean, I don't know. I oh look, so, somebody uh Suck said it was um uh, I, oh, I thought he was saying who, who put up the, the, the picture. Well, somebody put up this picture. Whatever. I, I, I'll tweet it out later and give the, the proper credit. But they, they put that out there. And I don't know how accurate this is. I, I doubt that it could be that accurate because I can't imagine that, some, that this would get leaked out so early. But, I mean, we're just talking hypotheticals. If this is true, yeah. can't say I love it. I can't say I love it. The fact that a quarter of the stadium is going to be reserved seating for the bougie people. Um, and the stadium is only going to fit 25,000, which I thought it would be a little bigger. We were, we were at Nashville. Well, I was at Nashville this past summer. It was 28,000, which was a nice size stadium. Uh, but, I mean, I guess we'll wait and see. Uh, but I haven't seen anything else. Uh, Jason L. saying that the leak is wrong. I, I hope it is. I hope it is. But yes, I do hope it is as well. Yes. Chris and I were talking about it the other day, so we figured that we'd bring it up on the show. Again, uh, I'll find out and I'll retweet when I find uh, the person that tweeted it just so everybody yeah. knows where we got it from. But um, but th that, that would suck, man, for them to close off a whole, uh, whole side of the stadium for reserve seating. It it would. And, and that sucks because it really takes away from, like, the real fans – that go to, to to experience these games. I mean, you want to kind of have like this VIP thing because it's Miami, right? And we're in Miami. Bring the yeah, VIP section it off, like artists. Yeah, I think it should whole, be dedicated. Oh, goddamn like, section. Yeah, that's a little crazy. Uh, and and Kat is mentioning Nashville is thirty k. I'm really hoping, oh, Jason, it that it's not. Yeah, I'm hoping that it's not accurate. And Tank is mentioning that it should be thirty thousand. They're gonna have to make the chip the the tickets cheaper, but I mean, look, as long as Messi's on this team, they're not gonna make these tickets cheaper. I promise you that. Hey, Chris, do you think that people at Inter Miami watch this show and don't like me? Because I, mean, I, I, I can't look. I look, my city, Lucas just said the club sent out an email for a survey. I never got a survey. Uh, Mike Longin from Inter Miami show. Sure. Shout out to them, by the way, great show. Uh, he said that they sent them out. The survey also, he said that he got to get his parking pass already. I, I haven't heard anything about a parking pass. Like, I think people don't like me. I think that's what it is. Because even you, you get texts from your rep. No. Like, they personally but, text you. Personally text you. They and text nobody, look, nobody reached out to me. Why does everybody hate me? My rep look, is texting. Pablo got a survey. I, I mean, I have to check. I have to check my emails. Okay. <laughs> I have Thanks, to check. <laughs> I hey, I have to check my emails. I don't think that I got a survey, but I might have gotten a survey. I'm gonna have to go ahead and check that. Look, Mike V, Mike V didn't get a survey, huh? 
Come on. But, no, I, I, I don't. I think my my visa trying to make. Look, even one world one goal got a survey. I mean, I yeah, understand. but one world one goal. Yeah, 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 I know, yeah, I know, I know, I know, yeah, I know. You're right, you're right, you're right. She's All always right. well, gonna get the survey. Look, Joel got the survey. This is this is. I well, you know what frustrates me is that Chris gets preferential treatment. Also, I think people what? just don't like me. Oh my god, I don't get no preferential treatment, Papa. Listen, no, no, David got to put you on blast. Listen, David got a survey. Okay, mm-hmm. random guy got a survey. Totally Karen did, according to the, to, to his <laughs> message. That's what I would probably do, also. Right, and one world, one goal. You're you're the queen out here. Okay, that's what we mean. You're, you're you're the queen. You're getting a survey, okay? And uh, and Dennis is mentioning if we want to give Gomez more time, they won't send you anything. So you're done. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna get anything else either because I'm done. Yeah, you and all your free stuff, whatever. No, get out of here. I yeah, get free you know towels. Yeah, you get free everything, whatever. Get out. All here. right. Uh, anything else that you want to touch on before we head out of here? No, man. I hope that those leaks are fake. And I hope that they come out with better leaks. By the way, if you guys do want to get like an updated video of what's going on with the stadium, uh, like we mentioned last week, uh, there is another podcast called uh, Football Miami TV that they're updating normally on what's going on over there. So you could check them out. They're really good about that. I think they just dropped the yeah they just dropped the video uh, a couple days ago. So check that out. They they're always on top of the the updates of the stadium. So uh, yeah. Check them out. Um, That's a good podcast to check out for those updates. I promise you. For sure. For sure. Um, Nothing else. Oh, uh, real quick. Next Wednesday, we will be going to the game. And uh, we drive home right after. We podcast about an hour, hour and 10 minutes after the game's over because we have to drive back home. So depending on how long Chris stands in the waits in the stands and waits for somebody to wave at him, oh, is yes, how <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Yes, I wanted to bring this up. Yes, yeah, I know. I figured that you forgot. Okay, no, you know what? It's a good thing you brought this up. So Danny, in my opinion, is a piece of crap because we leave the stadium and he leaves immediately after the game. I because I got a show there. to do. Well, yeah, and I do too, but and I still get home before you. But whatever, because you're so, a maniac. So then I, after the game, I stand up and I kind of wait for the players to cross our area because I want my kid to kind of say hi and hope that he gets a high back from like the players. Danny is saying, so tell them what you think. I mean, am I an idiot for standing there waiting for players to wave at this me is, and my kid? Look, we got into a conversation today, okay? And we're not going to bore you with this, so we're going to make it quick. We got into a conversation today because I was, as I usually do, complaining about parking. Because I still haven't found out anything about parking. And Chris gets direct text messages asking him if he wants parking. I'll never so say how to go. as I'm complaining about parking, Chris goes ahead and he says that he doesn't want yellow parking this year. Because he says that the traffic is a mission to get out of there. Yes. And I told him, I've never dealt with traffic. Because as soon as the game ends, I try to get home as quickly as possible. So obviously I can pick up my kids and do the show. So I go, get in my car, and leave. He said he always runs into traffic. Why? Because he waits for 10 minutes for players to walk by and wave at him. That's literally what he waits for. And you, you know what Danny said? These grown men to wave at you. And you basically say, who the fuck are these guys? Who are these players? Who gives a shit why do about I want them? them to, uh, why would I want them to just wave at me? 
because my kid is a fan of these grown men and so he wants to say hi to campana and let campana say hi to him you'd be like oh my god campana well, say couple, hi to me like well, first of how all, cool is things. that it's not cool it's stupid tell your kid not to put somebody that high on a pedestal if they just want to see him wave at you and second how many times have they actually come over to you you have to be in the north stand for that they never come to our side to wave you want to know something david mentions it turns it turns him on thinking of emerson David, I'm going to give you a little a little tidbit, a little fact. The game that they played against Miami FC, I am <laughs> so mad that I wasn't able to get a selfie with him, and he was out there taking pictures with everybody. So that hurts me in the heart. But why, are you, why do you have your kid? He, you I don't got no grown mad it. waving. <laughs> <laughs> literally, he leaves it, him and his son stay out there. Just waiting as they watch them walk to the other end because we're in the south side. They go ahead and they walk all the way to the north stand. They wave at all the supporters because obviously the supporters did a great job, right? So they got to give their props to the supporters. And they walk into the tunnel. And Chris, every single time, waits 10 minutes, watches them wave to the other side and then leave. And your kid leaves sad every single time. Stop doing that to him. I've ran to the other side. Lucho Lalo is mentioning... It looks like Chris is going to have to switch sides and sit with La Familia. Listen, I'm going to go over there. I'll even run over there. I'll sit with you guys. I'll run over there after. I've done it before. But, you know, I'm already there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I guess I can have him meet Gomez so I can tell him to get the hell out of here and go play better <laughs> soccer. Uh, well, I, I think it's silly. Dixon, L, you're right. It's 2024. Let's be respectful, Danny. Come on. You know, no, kid, kid, no, absolutely not. Sports, I, you but it's are not look, If 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 your son was to ask for that, it's one thing. But you secretly want them to wave at you, and I know you do. No, I You're don't. A liar, wants... because even when you don't go with your son, you wait for there. Well, I do because I'm hoping that they come by. They do autographs. Oh, but... oh, I'm... now it's autographs. Also, get out of here. Hey, They're not even wave know. at you. You literally. Go ahead and wait for them to wave at you, even when your kid's not there. So get out of here. Listen, there's no collab with me and Gomez at all. Yes, all right. yo, so that we are beefing over waving because Danny <laughs> is a big piece of crap. That's why. <laughs> this guy doesn't respect any players. Nothing. Look, I'm, I, look I, yes. if, if, if one day, like, you know how uh, people just meet players, like, not chasing them down. Like, they just, for whatever, yeah. meet them, and then they, like, sign their jersey. I would put that, like, Mike Longin, uh, Inter Miami show, if you look at the back of his 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 uh, his setup, he has, like, a signed Drake calendar jersey and stuff. Yes. I think that's cool to display. I will never run down a player trying to get his autograph. Yeah. Absolutely not. If I run them somehow, meet him, like, not chase him down, not wave him down. Like, if I meet him, and he's like, oh, boom, here you go, bet. Up in the frame on my wall. But I'm not chasing these guys. I'm not waiting to wave at them. Come on, man. Well, Florida man's asking me to hold my son like baby Simba. I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to do that. Like <laughs> yes, I can. I'm going to have to do that. I've done it. You've seen me do it. <laughs> yeah, yes, like 10 years ago. Do it. Okay. All right. All right. So let's stop gas bagging here. We're boring the people now. All right. Uh, any final thoughts, Chris? No, that's it. Tony Axe, you got us. Okay, red-handed. Right. 100%. You right on that Over one. an hour discussing preseason. Listen, we're excited, man. It was a game at Dry Pink Stadium, at our home Look, stadium. Six Listen, days from now, it's it all counts. 
Yes, it does count. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely not. No. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So I, I don't hate the players, but I definitely will not harass them. I am not that guy that's going to run down Messi and start knocking on his window. Absolutely yeah. not. Well, guys, it was a freaking pleasure. Awesome. Awesome game back to Drive Pink Stadium. I can't wait for next Wednesday, man. That's going to be a freaking blast. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I started, got caught up reading the comments because they're coming fast. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't have any final comments either. Uh, like I said, jam pack week next week, first week of the season, season preview Sunday, Monday, RSL preview at nine o'clock. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the Spanish show. We have a Spanish preview show uh, Monday night at 10 o'clock. And then on Tuesday, no show, but Wednesday we'll be at the stadium. So go ahead. If you see us there, say what's up. We'll be there. I don't know how early I'm going to get. It's a weekday, so it's tough. But we'll be out there. And then Thursday, we were going to have the LA Galaxy preview with an LA Galaxy uh, podcast. So it should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad that the season's going to come back on. And uh, we're going to be dropping a lot of content moving forward like we do every year. Maybe probably more now this year. And uh, we'll give you the, the details on the Patreon on Monday. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. So if you are listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end, especially through Chris's rants. Uh, please leave us five stars, comment, share, all that other good stuff. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. And as always, for those of you in the chat, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, go ahead and um, – oh, wow. Peaches, I'm not sure where you're at. I'm assuming uh, in the UK because I see your, your logo. We appreciate you staying up with us to 4 a.m. And um, yes, we, we, you could watch the beginning of the show. We explained it a bit earlier, Vice City Lucas. Patreon. Listen, and listen, Lucas, you want some, some lick, then maybe on Wednesday's game, I'll see if I got something stashed, bro. There you go. And, and shout out, Peaches, the UK. That's awesome. We appreciate you hanging out with us. All right. So uh, again, if you were part of the chat, we appreciate you hanging out with us. As always, you guys make this the best part of the show by far. So we appreciate you joining us live. And for those of you that uh, that did the whole super chat thing, we really appreciate the support. Uh, it's definitely going to help my wife. Let me keep creating more content. Otherwise. <laughs> All right. So uh, until the next one, have a good one.